When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Each year, approximately 5,000 children are diagnosed with brain cancer. Of those children, nearly 30% will not survive, and many of those that do are left with debilitating side effects for life. We're asking you to help by tuning in to the 10th Annual Team Jack Foundation Radiothon presented by the Home Agency on September 29th. Become a champion for a cure for just $20 a month. Visit teamjackfoundation.org to learn more. Thank you for helping us fight for a cure. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it at Hale Varsity Radio. We're here at uh, the Single Barrel inside the Graduate Roadshow Friday ahead of Nebraska and Illinois. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. We welcome in Jacob Padilla with HaleVarsity.com and Magazine. He has got a full slate of high school football action tonight, volleyball. Hoops, you name it, he's on it. Jacob, thanks for the time. How are you? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Like you said, it's uh, that busy weekend here starting off with uh, some high school uh, basketball. Or football, rather. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. So uh, what's your gauge here on this postseason, specifically with Class A? We'll, we'll have uh, Millard West and, and Lincoln Southwest over on KFOR tonight. I'll have that ball game. East is on the road against Elkhorn South, Southeast Gretna. That's kind of the Lincoln Metro showdown. But overall, what's the gap, in your opinion, in Class A from the top to some of the, the higher-seeded teams that, that have shown some ability uh, to be dangerous this season? Yeah, I think uh, it's pretty clear separation after maybe that top four. Um, I think Bellevue West still has some questions. Uh, we saw, obviously, they're 6-3. and three, um, But on their best game, they, they've got the firepower to keep up with Gretna, Elkhorn South, and Omaha West Side. Um, so I, I think that, that sets up for a pretty spectacular, uh, I think, uh, last few rounds of the, the postseason here. I think you mentioned that, or that Lincoln Southwest and uh, Millard West game. That's probably one of the more intriguing matchups of the first round in A. Um, but I already had to drive down to Lincoln to, to hear from Fred Hoiberg uh, today. So I didn't want to have to head back down for a uh, second one. So I'm checking out the doubleheader at Elkhorn <laughs> instead. Um, but you, sh- you should have a fun one. But I- I'm looking forward to once we get to potential, when you look ahead, um, we could get a WS Gretna um, quarterfinal and then an Elkhorn South. Um, Gretna semifinal, so, uh, and then potentially if seeding holds, and you see West Side against whoever emerges from that half of the bracket. So, um, the, the last three rounds of the Class A have a chance to be pretty spectacular because of the strength of those um, top top four in particular, and how the the, the seedings played out. Jacob Padilla is with us from HaleVarsity.com and Magazine at Jacob Padilla underscore on Twitter. Jacob, let's focus in on your game for a moment. East has shown the ability to to have some firepower this season. And, you know, what's it going to take for, for Sparty to, to put a scare into Elkhorn South tonight? Uh, Malachi Coleman's 
uh, you know, had, had a lot of attention this year off the field with the recruit uh, recruiting side of things. But on field, obviously, teams have really concentrated a, a ton of manpower towards him. Yeah, and that's definitely one key, finding a way to get uh, Malachi more involved offensively, get him, uh, have him more opportunities to touch the ball. So we'll see kind of what uh, the, the East coaching staff has drawn up for that. Um, kind of looking forward to seeing if they, they, they change some things up from what they've done previously. Um, and the big key, I think, for them, too, will be limiting the big plays for Elkhorn South. You can't be giving up 80-yard runs to Cole Ballard or 45-yard runs, which is what happened with, with Omaha North last week. Um, Ballard kind of opened the second half with those two, and it was ball game. Um, and they, they can hit you with some big plays through the air with Carson Ronner and Jackson Moore Swan, too. So the, the Lincoln East defense is going to have to be super disciplined to, to uh, kind of hone in on Ballard, not let him kill you, but then also not break down on the back end because, um, I mean, Elkhorn South is as complete a team as I think uh, you'll find in the state this year. Jacob Padilla is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Jacob, before we get to some, some Husker football thoughts from you, any teams that you have on upset alert tonight? I think the, especially in A, the, the games outside the Metro, the Omaha and Lincoln Metros, uh, have a chance to be pretty interesting. Um, the Millard South at Kearney. Millard South is a 12 seed, only 5-4, and four, but they've only lost one game with Cam, Cam McCozel at quarterback. Um, the other three losses were while he was off uh, playing baseball with Team USA. Um, and, and they took... Omaha Westside to, to overtime just a couple weeks ago. So, um, and Carney was a team that I think a lot of people had high expectations for, but they're seven and two, five seed. They've got some really good wins. Um, so I think that's got a chance to be a really good game. And then we'll see the Omaha North Grand Island rematch. Um, North is kind of reeling a little bit after back-to-back losses, uh, starting against Grand Island in the regular season. Um, the the Islanders for six turnovers. For, for the Vikings, which I don't think is going to happen again. <laughs> so North has to be feeling good about that, but at the same time, they're not playing their best football after a stretch against admittedly lower competition where they looked like they were they belonged with some of those top four or five teams in the state. So can Omaha North kind of re, uh, rediscover that, that form that they were in uh, with Tayshawn Porter running the ball, with Sebastian Circle throwing it, uh, and get their revenge uh, on Grand Island. So th- those are two uh, with lower seeds that I think are probably closer to 50-50s than um, their, their seedings would indicate. And then North Platte, uh, Creighton Prep, the, the 6-11, uh, is another one of those. If Marty Brown uh, is healthy for Creighton Prep, um, they have a chance to, to be a really good game. There's going to be a lot of rushing yards in that one. Uh, between the two of them, and um, I could see either either team pulling out uh, the win in that one as well. Jacob Padill is with us on Hale Varsity Radio, and Jacob, I want to take it over to Husker football this weekend. Illinois comes to town, first place Illinois, and they're a really, really good Illinois team, and Brett Bielema has done a fantastic job with them. But, and I want to pose this question to you, it seems like Nebraska, skill position-wise on offense, is the best offense that Illinois has seen this year. Would you say that statement is accurate? I, I think there's definitely an argument for that. Um, Illinois has been phenomenal defensively just with the numbers they posted. I mean, they're giving up less than nine points a game. Uh, but a lot of that has been the competition. Um, and we'll see. I don't know if they played a player as dynamic 
on the outside as Trey Palmer with a quarterback that can get him the ball like Casey Thompson. The problem is, can Nebraska keep Thompson upright enough for that, that skill talent to, um, to, to make a difference? Can the offensive line protect well enough? Can they block well enough to get um, Anthony Grant just a few opportunities at least to, to, to make some nice runs? to uh, just kind of keep Illinois just a little bit uh, off balance, uh, having to defend both the pass and the run. Um, I'm curious to see what Illinois' game plan is with Palmer. Um, I think they've got a really good cornerback back there that will probably match up with them. Do they um, kind of make it a one-on-one game? Let's see, all right, best man win and just play their standard defense, what they've been doing, which is what Casey Thompson said he kind of expects from them, at least to start with. And then we'll see if they adjust and they send more bracket coverage to Palmer's way or however that plays out. Um, so that's certainly one thing I'll be looking at, just how, how that matchup plays out and then what Illinois' game plan is to, to limit Palmer. Yeah, Jacob, when you mentioned the fact that Illinois might have to make some adjustments early in this game based on what Nebraska does, how important do you think it is that Nebraska gets a, gets a fast start in this game tomorrow afternoon? Oh, it's, I mean, it, it's a key. Like, that's... The, the the only time I think that Illinois has been trailing after a quarter or a half has been th- that Indiana game. Um, so they, they've been really good with playing with the lead all season long. That's part of why Chase Brown's already got 1,000 yards. They, they've been able to dictate the terms of play against every team that they've played against. So if Nebraska comes out and has a quick three and out and gives up a touchdown and then maybe a turnover, you fall behind 10, 14, nothing, it's going to be steep uphill battle the rest of the night so they've got to come out and um, make sure that the defense isn't on the, the field a ton early as well like I'm not saying you, you, you have to intentionally put together long drives but you do have to get off the field when you've got a chance to on third down because if they have to face a, a ton of plays early on I just don't think they have the depth to, to hold on throughout the, the full game so they've got to make sure that uh, they take care of business early on give themselves a chance to, to play from kind of an uneven playing field as opposed to having to try to chase points there because uh, I don't know that they've got the depth or uh, ability to, to do that against a team as stout as Illinois has been. Jacob Adillas with us, Nebraska, Illinois preview. It's Hale Varsity Radio Roadshow here at the Single Barrel inside the graduate. Jacob, the, the Mickey Joseph uh, discussion uh, could get a big boost and it's already got a lot of momentum just because Folks like Mickey, love his energy, love how the team's playing. Uh, and if that translates to wins, all the, all the better. Uh, the effort and intensity's been very high under him. But where are you at as far as your judgment goes and uh, just kind of your gauge here, not only on the, 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 the job and task Mickey's had to take on, but, you know, the, the weight of the opportunity tomorrow. Yeah, it's, it's just so tough to know what to make out of this opportunity in terms of what it means for Mickey Joseph as a potential head coaching candidate. Uh, because right now, there's, this is only one part of the job of being a head coach. Uh, and it, for the most part, he's done a pretty good job considering the, the, the situation he um, inherited. Uh, I, think, I think he's met the kind of threshold for what – a coach needs to do at the very least, which unfortunately wasn't happening previously. Um, so can't, what can he do beyond that? Can he, they beat the teams that they probably should have beaten uh, just based on the talent level of the two. 
and now you're facing a much tougher final stretch of the season. And if, if he can find a way to pull an upset here, there, that'll probably tell you something about his ability as a coach and kind of the trajectory that he's put this team on. Um, but ultimately, we don't know what kind of staff he's able to hire. We don't know how he's going to handle an offseason. Um, and we won't know that. Uh, Trev Albert's going to have to make that determination based on all the information that he's been able to gather uh, in his observations of Mickey, in his conversations with him, uh, in comparison to maybe what else he's hearing uh, in terms of other candidates that, that are out there that he's considering. Jacob Badella with us, Sale Varsity Radio Roadshow here at the Single Barrel. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark as uh, we are gearing up for Nebraska, Illinois. The pride of Fairbury has arrived. Bill Dolman with us. A little bit more to go with Jacob Padilla here on the other side. I want to remind you about Red Zone Tickets. They are selling fun since 2001. Do you have tickets to buy or sell? Do you want to go see Nebraska football or volleyball? Creighton Hoops? about concert or theater tickets, NFL action. You're a Packers fan. You like the Vikings. How about the Chiefs? And uh, Dave Matthews is going to be in uh, CHI in uh, November. Red Zone Tickets, your source. Uh, Omaha-located A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. 100% guarantee on uh, all your orders. Uh, Cross off that item on your bucket list. Create the memories that last a lifetime, redzonetickets.com, redzonetickets.com. Hail Varsity continues here from the single barrel, and we are presented by Currency More with Jacob Badilla on the way. And now. And now. Back to Hail Varsity Radio. A few more minutes here, Jacob Badilla with us. Hail Varsity Radio Roadshow Friday here at the Single Barrel. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. When we talk about uh, the, the the job of a coach, it's win, it's manage the, the staff, it's recruit. Mickey's put a, a VIP list together this weekend, uh, Jacob, uh, when we talk about the Riolas and, and some of the other uh, talent out there. I mean, it's it's a nice flex it's a great opportunity and that's that 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 question mark that intrigue has got to be there for trev uh, when you look at, at what mickey's been incredible at throughout his career that's the recruiting aspect and then you factor in his track record development wise uh, at, at, you know at lsu as wide receipt with, with with the wide receivers yeah certainly the the recruiting acumen and the connections he has and the the track record he has in that um, regard is a strong point in his favor um, be curious to see kind of how that translates from a position coach role to being the head coach. Um, I, I think it's probably a little different the way that you recruit uh, or the way you recruit as a position coach than as the head guy. Um, and but at this point, I think Mickey's uh, his, his reputation is enough to get these guys to, to come check out and uh, get the Viola family like, hey. What what are things looking like now that after these changes? Like what what's Mickey got? On? Like I don't know that you at this point like it'd be tough to flip uh, um, from Ohio State. Like tough to flip anybody from Ohio State. But just giving I would say the younger the, uh, the younger son is coming with as well, and just kind of giving uh, Dominic and the whole family a look at all right. This is what we're doing now. This is kind of the the direction we're heading in. Um, so. 
I mean, it can, it can only help at this point as long as you put on a good show. So um, Mickey's doing every – at this point, I think Mickey's doing everything he can in this role um, to, to put Nebraska in as good a position as it can be considering where it was when he inherited it. Jacob, we'll get you out uh, on this uh, Husker Volleyball. A, reaction to, to Wisconsin. B, hangover worry Saturday. Yeah, uh, not worried about a hangover. Um, John Cook said on the, on the radio show on Thursday that they had a really good practice. Everybody came to work. Um, the, the, the atmosphere was good. Um, I think it was just kind of a, a reality check, like, hey, we still got a long way to go this season. We, we're playing well, but um, – Wisconsin kind of punched them in the face and they didn't respond. And now you've got nine more Big Ten matches, uh, seven more before you get to face Wisconsin again to figure out, all right, how do we kind of adjust the weaknesses that, that Wisconsin exposed, uh, get even better, and put yourself in a better position once you uh, can have that, that rematch the final week of the season. Um, so Maryland's a team they've already played. They know what kind of challenge they're going to provide in terms of huge blocking team. Um, it's, they're going to have to be smart and efficient offensively to take advantage of that. And um, being back at home, I think, is certainly will certainly help that and give them a little bit of extra energy. At first glance, take on Nebraska basketball. They head to Boulder. I know you, you hung out with Fred earlier. Yeah. Um, this, this will provide, I think, a much better – test of kind of the new identity, um, the, the physicality, the defense, the crashing the glass on both ends uh, that he wants his program to have. Um, Colorado, I don't think they're going to be a great team. I think they're middle of the pack in the Pac-12. They, they lost their top three scores. They brought a couple of key players back and a couple um, Ivy League transfers uh, in the backcourt to, to help those guys. Um, but it's, it's not a Division II team. It's a legit Power, uh, power conference team with with real size. So they're not going to be able to just go grab any offensive rebound they want because they're playing against a D2 team. So it'll be a real test to, to go hit the road, to deal with the altitude, to kind of just handle the, everything that comes with traveling and all that. So I think this uh, exhibition season probably worked out well. This is the way you got the one at home against a lesser opponent to, to kind of work out some, some rust and work through the nerves and give everybody a chance to see what it looks like. And now you can test yourself on the road, especially with them having a lot of road matches early on in the season. Jacob Adilla with Hale Varsity at Jacob Adilla underscore Jacob. Enjoy the football and thanks for the time. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys.